Welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs, where business expert and success coach Kelsey Matheson teaches you how to massively grow your business, navigate the mind drama that's holding you back, make more money, and acquire the skills and confidence to become unstoppable. Hello, welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs. I am Kelsey Matheson, and this is episode number 41. So it has been an interesting couple of weeks. It's been busy, and I don't like to use that word busy, but there's a reason why I said it's been busy. So we were in Calgary visiting my family. We were finally able to hold a celebration of life for my father, who passed away in February. My daughter, unfortunately, ended up sick with COVID during that time, which was a bummer because a few of our friends and some family members were unable to attend the celebration of life because of that. And then I got sick with COVID and then my husband had to take off to go to Halifax to shoot the second season of the TV series From. And then we just recently decided that our daughter was going to experience her first solo flight, her first plane ride all by herself to go and visit my husband's side of the family and her other grandparents, and some cousins, and some friends there for, for a couple of weeks. So it's been a whirlwind, but isn't it always? Our lives are busy, right? But we choose to have busy lives, right? It really is a choice. Busyness is something we use as a status symbol. I call it the busy badge, right? Let's say we run into somebody that we haven't seen in a while, and the conversation starts with, hi, how are you? And the reply is good, busy, but good, right? We feel like if we're busy, then we're important. If we're busy, then we can't be lazy, right? If we're busy, then it shows that, you know, we have our shit together and we have shit to do. And having a lot on our plates, that, well, that's much more respectable than not having a lot on our plates. (laughs) Busyness shows that we're ambitious, doesn't it? That we're talented and that we're in high demand, right? And if we're in high demand then that means we're amazing and it validates that we're valuable. (laughs) It's all bullshit, my friends, such bullshit. Look, it's so interesting because the opposite of busy isn't laziness, right? You know what one of the antonyms of the word busy is? Free. Now that speaks volumes, wouldn't you say? Here's what busy means. Busy means that other things are controlling your time. Think about that. Busy means that other things are controlling your time. Now, I have talked about how your thoughts drive your actions, which then provide you with the results that you end up with. And I've talked about how it really doesn't matter how many hours you work as long as your thoughts about your self-care, your health, your why, your clients, your priorities, etc., are all in alignment. But Since we live in a society that rewards busyness, our thoughts around being busy, I mean, look, most of which are unconscious, perpetuate the problem. And I know that for me personally, I can easily fall into the trap of feeling my own busyness is evidence that I'm working hard or that I'm a a success or that I'm important. Like, I, I see that. I know I can, I fall into that trap, right? 
I run multiple businesses. I have a staff of around 40 people, possibly more. I have to schedule every single hour of every single day of every single week in order to run those businesses. And also at the same time, in order for me to organize my personal life, which, you know, is also pretty active. So I try to catch myself because if I'm explaining everything that I have going on in a week to one of my staff or to my husband or to a friend, and I can tell that I'm putting my busy badge on in the process of that explanation, it's almost like the inner dialogue in my brain. It's like, look at me, I'm so busy. Oh my God, I have so much to do. Oh my gosh, can you believe how much I have going on? Wow, how am I ever gonna get through it all? (laughs) I mean, look, if there is even a hint of that going on, then I know that I have some work to do. And look, I I might be being a little dramatic, but come on, you all know what I mean. You've all been there. You've had your own versions of inner dialogue that sounded kind of like that. And look, that's okay. We just need to recognize that it's happening and just recognize that when that is happening, it's not coming from a neutral place. It's not coming from a clean place. It's coming from an insecure place. It's coming from scarcity. And look, this is how I work. This is how I plan my time. My weekdays are scheduled out every single hour from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., right? I write it all down in a planner. And how I lay out my time and my schedule and my week is very important to me. And I know what works for me. I know what doesn't work for me. And I know scheduling out every hour is very powerful for me. It's, it's an important tool for my business and, and also in my life. Now, I'm not saying I'm working on my businesses from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., but I will schedule out my days so I know exactly what I'm doing and when. So knowing that, I can take that action, right, scheduling out my week, coming from the energy that when I plan out my schedule, that the way that I do it is very important. And it's a worthwhile tool for me. And it allows me to get a lot done in a very productive, creative and streamlined way that makes me feel like I'm in the flow, right? It helps me get focused and it helps me get in the zone. And doing it in this way is supporting not only me, but it supports my clients. It supports my staff. It supports my family, my loved ones, okay? But I could also take that action of planning out my week coming from the energy That, you know, look, when I have a fully booked calendar, it's evident that I'm super busy. So that means I'm very important. And I think it makes me feel like I'm successful and worthy. But of course it doesn't. It's graspy. It's desperate. It's insecure. And it's like I'm trying to prove something to myself, let alone anybody else. Right? It no longer becomes a tool or an action that has the needs of my clients or my staff or my loved ones at the forefront. It's just about me trying to feel a certain way. And that's not clean. That's definitely not neutral. So there's busy associated with a busy badge. And then there's busy that's associated with a crisis or something unexpected that surfaces. And you have to step up because I know there's some of you going, yeah, but Kelsey, what about when you're legit busy? (laughs) Look, I know that there's going to be times when shit hits the fan, okay? And I know there's going to be times when you are in a position of feeling like you're forced into working far more hours or working a lot harder 
on your business or whatever it is because of a crisis situation, okay? And I know we're all sick and tired of hearing about COVID, but just stick with me here because when COVID hit and the world shut down, my resort, Anamaya, had to stop business operations. We had to close our doors. We canceled hundreds and hundreds of guests and retreats. And we were trying to figure out next steps in an environment where we couldn't predict next steps. Like things were changing daily. So I started working a lot more hours and my focus was on making sure that Anamaya could weather the storm and survive. Like I was working really long days. And I could have easily gone into victim mode, right? Or played the martyr. But my focus was on our clients and our staff. I mean, they really were. Regardless of what happened to the business, my focus was on our clients and our staff. Now, here's the tricky part, because this easily could have led to burnout and exhaustion. However, and listen to this carefully, the burnout wouldn't have been related to the amount of hours I was working. It would have been because I wasn't prioritizing my own self-care while I was working on keeping Anamaya alive and focusing on making sure our staff and our guests were taken care of. Do you see that? When things do actually get busy, if I'm prioritizing my self-care, then I'm in tune with my body. Then I know when to turn off the computer and go for a walk or take a nap or just walk away, snuggle with my dog. (laughs) I know to do the work on nurturing my emotions that are coming up, that are surfacing and being triggered because of this stressful situation. When I'm prioritizing my self-care, I also know when to say no, right? I know when to focus on my family. I know when I need to implement a boundary. And look, the truth is there were times during the pandemic that I did a fantastic job of prioritizing my self-care. Like I knew how important it was to take care of myself while I was focusing on keeping our resort afloat and while I was dealing with my own stress about the situation and my family's stress about it all and all the uncertainty surrounding us and everything related to a very unpredictable and unprecedented circumstance. There were times I knew I had to show up for myself if I was going to be any good at showing up for anybody else. And then, of course, there were days where I ate way too many potato chips and drank way too much wine. (laughs) 100%. I'm the first to admit it, right? Of course there were days like that. Of course there were times that I did not prioritize my self-care. Are you kidding me? I'm human, You are human, right? We're going to get off track. And that's why it's so important to forgive ourselves. We have to learn from what got us off track in the first place. And and then we move forward. And there's also something really interesting I read about called tunneling. So I know this sounds like something a gopher would do. But the idea is that when we're running around and troubleshooting ideas and putting out fires and jumping from meeting to meeting and getting WhatsApp messages and texts and emails, then it feels like we have no time. It's the whole there aren't enough hours in a day thing, right? And any time there's not enoughness happening, then we know we're operating from a scarcity mindset. And any time we're operating from scarcity, our blinders go up. It's like tunnel vision. And we can't see the big picture. We get stuck in overwhelm. We can't see the forest for the trees. And when that happens, our brain is really only able to concentrate on low-value tasks, or at least that's what it goes to. What's right in front of me? What do I need to deal with? Typical low-value tasks. 
And apparently, based on some research and an article called Freeing Up Intelligence, we lose 13 IQ points when we're in a tunneling state. Isn't that fascinating? That's crazy. When we're in scarcity, our IQ drops. <laughs> and what's even more fascinating is that most employees spend 80% of their day on this busy work. That's just crazy to me, right? The low value tasks, that's what 80% of their day is focused on. Like they have very little time to dedicate to critical, important work, like work that's gonna move the needle, right? Most of it's going to these low value tasks. I'm sorry, but that's not ideal. <laughs> so let's look at some things that could be seen as the opposite of busy. Okay, that could be more aligned with, you know, as I mentioned before, being free. And remember, this has absolutely nothing to do with how many hours you work on your business. Okay, one of them is boredom. And if you are anything like me, you are never bored. <laughs> That's a problem. It's not a good thing, <laughs> right? Because I really need to practice what I preach here. Anytime my daughter comes to me, and she's like, oh, mom, I'm so bored. And usually, you know, there's a big eye roll that goes along with that. I say to her, that's great. When you're bored, you're more inclined to daydream. When you're bored, you get creative. When we're bored, we activate a different part of our brain, right? Experiencing boredom is healthy. Do you know what? Like boredom should be considered a part of self-care, <laughs> right? Boredom is self-care, my friends and I need to practice more of it. All right, the opposite of busy is also deliberate rest. Now, I'm not just talking about napping, although it could be taking a nap, but it could also be going for a walk. It could also be engaging in a hobby that you enjoy, but it's deliberate and it's deliberate rest. A common trait shared by highly successful artists, entrepreneurs, and executives is taking deliberate rest. It's self-care. And I mentioned earlier, when I'm making self-care a priority, I can still get a lot done. But that's only because I'm in a better state physically, mentally, and emotionally, because deliberate rest is a part of that. And guess what? It's okay to schedule it into your day. I schedule in my showers even. Although I wouldn't consider that deliberate rest unless you haven't had a shower in a while. <laughs> But I schedule in my dog walks. I schedule in my meditations. I plan my deliberate rest because it's deliberate. And I also know that my schedule isn't set in stone. So yes, I do schedule out my day from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. I know what I'm doing every single hour of every day. But I also know that there's some flexibility in that. I have to have some flexibility because I might get a, an emergency phone call from my staff at Anamaya and something has happened and it needs my immediate attention. It's happened, it's happened many times, right? So knowing that my schedule isn't set in stone is one thing, but having it planned is another thing. And if I do feel at any given time that I just need to walk away from my laptop and just take a moment to breathe, or maybe I can just tell I need to lay down, I think it's so important to just listen to your body and do whatever you need to do right? Even if I have 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. every single hour, it's totally scheduled. I have to stay on track. I don't have to stay on track. If I need to walk away from my laptop and have a nap, I'll go do that. 
It's also important to socialize. This is a form of self-care. Socializing is a form of self-care. And you're going to say, yeah, but I'm an introvert. Listen, socializing is for both introverts and extroverts. It just really depends on how you recharge your energy. Extroverts charge their energy from being around people. Introverts charge their energy from being more solitary, like being on their own. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you can't socialize. It just means that you have a different way of charging your energy. And when we engage in social interaction, our cognitive performance increases. It's cool, right? I mean, we are social beings, regardless of whether you're an introvert or extrovert. Now, this for me personally kind of ebbs and flows. Like there are times where I'm socializing quite a bit, and there are times when I'm not as social. But I love that this could be considered self-care. Self-care doesn't necessarily need to look like a day at the spa, although I'm all for that as well. I mean, don't get me wrong. (laughs) But it's just recognizing where the need to be busy is coming from in order to uncover maybe some of your insecurities. And don't worry, we all have them. Or recognize when you think that busy badge is going to help you feel a certain way because it won't. Or during the times that you are legit crazy busy because there is a crisis situation or something totally unexpected going on, then it's so important to prioritize your self-care. I feel it is your responsibility as the CEO of your business to prioritize your self-care. Your business will be better for it. You will be better for it. Your clients will be better for it, right? Your loved ones will be better for it. I hope that's helpful. I know how easy it is to get caught up in the busyness of our lives and how much society rewards busyness. And I have no problem admitting that this is something that I work on all the time because I love being busy. I love it. That's why I'm never bored. And I say that, you know, I'm a little embarrassed to say that. I don't think I was before. I loved my busy badge before, but I'm just, I have more awareness around it now. And look, Sometimes the busyness is for different reasons, but nonetheless, like I really had to come to terms with the fact that I loved being busy. So I want to leave you with this question and then I'm probably going to go and have a nap. (laughs) Okay. How can you prioritize more self-care into your day? Right? It's just as simple as that. Because I could ask you to break down what you make busyness mean. And I, like, there's a million questions I could ask. But I think I just want to keep it simple this week. How can you prioritize more self-care into your day? Because I know that if you do, it's going to serve you in so many ways. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Ciao for now. Hey, if you are ready to grow your business, serve more people and make more money, then I'd like to invite you to join my mastermind for female wellness entrepreneurs. If you are a life coach, a yoga teacher, retreat leader, fitness expert, massage therapist, or healer, join this amazing group of women who are working towards becoming unstoppable as they grow their businesses. You will learn what it takes to start making at least $10,000 per month consistently. Just head over to KelseyMatheson.com, click on work with me at the top of the homepage and sign up to the mastermind for wellness entrepreneurs. Let's start working together to grow your business.
I'll see you inside. Also, if you enjoyed what you heard today, please share this with another female entrepreneur who might need some love and support. And of course, if you haven't already, I would be so grateful if you subscribe, rate, and review my show on your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you next week. 